This is CliffCentral.com. A warm welcome to Global Leadership Platform. This is our weekly leadership masterclass, Multiplying Leaders, Moving Society. It's wonderful to be here. I'm alone today, I'm sitting in a wonderful place with a wonderful guest. I'm Adrian Grunewald. Of course, you can visit leadershipplatform.com for all things leadership. Uh, two P's in the middle. And, um, yeah, leadership masterclass is with someone who's been on, on the show. But it's nice to have him in a year or two later. And maybe on the ad hoc occasion, we should have him just to find out what he's discovering out there on, on the leadership uh, front. Nick Cristellis, top leader, coach, author, strategist. Speaker, I like what he puts on his Twitter, your next conference speaker. <laughs> I think that, that just says it all. Um, but also what we like about him even more, he's a global contributor on the Global Leadership Platform app, which is a new innovation out there. Uh, if you want to download it publicly, then you just type thinklead.app in any browser, and then you can download it. So, Nick, it's great to have you back with us. We're sitting here in your lovely place um, here above the Lynx Field, the golf, golf course down there, yeah? Yeah. It's good to be with you. How are you? Good to be with you too. Are you well? I'm. I'm exceptionally well, thanks, Adrian. Very well. You look good. You look. You look happy and and uh, relaxed uh, in your haven. Yeah, Nick. Um, I, I think you, we haven't been together for a little bit. Uh, maybe give us a highlight of your journey in the last year. You're always traveling. You're always meeting interesting leaders, having interesting sessions, conversations, uh, talks. So I'm interested in your um, your tour over the last year. Wow. It's a, a long period of time and a lot of things happen. Uh, you spring a question like that, but if I, if I reflect back, I think two, two sets of highlights. One probably would be highlights of my own life um, and my own personal leadership journey. And I think what, is, what has happened is the older you get – the more you really realize, internalize, and understand a lot of stuff that you have known before, uh, you have even taught it before, but pennies start to drop. It, it, it takes on a deep meaning. Um, and so it, it, it really cemented for me the idea that this thing called leadership is a journey, and it, it's ongoing. Um, also, if I look at the, the leaders, just to reinforce that, if I look at the leaders that I, I coach and we look at the ups and downs of their journey, because leadership, leadership is essentially a journey. Uh, people, people follow you because of who you are and not because of what you do and who you are is your journey. What you do comes out of who you are. Mm. Um, people will follow you because you're on a journey that they can connect with. And you stand for something, a set of values, a set of principles, which they can connect with as well. And that is the reason why they'd want to follow you. So when, I, when I've recently been coaching leaders and going through their journey and have a look at the ups and downs, it, it's amazing how in early on in life the downs seem to be severe, more severe, they seem to be more uh, crippling if you, don't, if you don't really search your soul and find the learnings out of it. Mm. But as, as you get older and wiser, I've realized the learnings come a lot easier. The downs happen, right? But you, 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 just, you just pull wisdom 
to deal with those downs. You've got a bit of a track record. You've got it. You've got to dress. So uh, yeah. I've I've realised a lot of things in my life. That's that's the one thing. Mm. It's been a highlight for me this particular year. But um, if I look at another particular highlight, I think just to reinforce because leadership is and strategy has been my life. Um, working with um, a number of CEOs in the United States, um, looking at their lives and looking at their leadership ability, many of them have said to me, but can you help me with something else? And I've said, yes, what's that? And the answer always is some version of, I'm ready to retire but I don't know what to do with myself. The next. Mm. What's next, mm. right? And when they, when they look at their current life and their current business, the next is very elusive. But when you help them to dig deep into who they are and what is important to them, why, what is their purpose, then all of a sudden avenues open up um, leading them to what could be next. So that is that has been a, a highlight. There's there's been there's just been one thing that has been a you could call it a highlight, but it's a downlight really. Um, but I think it relates to leadership and to the state of of leadership and the state of the world as it is right now. Uh, I had an interaction with um, somebody, a CEO, who had lost his business that was worth a lot of money, and he landed up in a, in a clinic for depressed people. Mm. It was shocking to see that three quarters of, this was in, in South Africa, three quarters of the beds were taken up by executives of companies. That's interesting. I, I, I also happen to have engaged the leader who was in the Exco of a large business for weeks now, months now almost. He's been in a, in a facility like that, just handling stress and, and, and what comes along with it. So that's interesting, Nick. Those are some powerful highs and lows, but learning learning points. And, and that's why I ask you that question. Um, all of them deserve their own conversation almost. If you think of the next for, for leaders, uh, you know, being in that position, a lot of individuals won't understand it. They well, think, oh, you've made it. What more do you want? But, but you, you ask that question at that crossroads, don't you? Well, you do, except one thing that I've realized is that there should be no next. If you're on a journey and you're authentic and you know what your journey is, Good point. the outward manifestation changes as you go through stages in your life um, and various phases of your life. But the fundamental journey is, is ongoing. The fundamental quest to live your purpose and the very vision um, that you have, which in reality is, is a manifestation of that purpose. It's what that purpose would look like today, tomorrow, the next day. So the next is merely how can I manifest my purpose tomorrow or when I retire? But it's an, it's an ongoing journey. Okay, it's a very interesting point. So if I find myself in that position as a leader, and for me it's a crisis mm. moment mm. where I don't know what my next is, mm. then something has gone wrong before that. For me to reevaluate Am I still en route? Uh, how do I want it to manifest next? That's a different ballgame, isn't it? But, but to, to, not, to not know what my next is, uh, gee, something, I'm not that clear about my purpose then, I guess. Somehow, somewhere I've gone after the money maybe or I've gone after the power or I've gone after something else. 
but I haven't necessarily followed my deep sense yeah. of. You know, you know what? I can I can honestly tell you something that uh, I grew up in a family of Greek entrepreneurs who um, had no education, who worked hard. They did what immigrants did, and they made a very, very, very good life for themselves here. So I grew up in in a home where making money was discussed twenty four seven. And when I, when I finished with my studies at university, I decided I didn't want to be a professional. I wanted to make money because I was programmed that way. And followed eight, ten years of a number of businesses which I could list for you. But, I, I mean, I was just dabbling as an entrepreneur in everything. And sure, I was reasonably successful. I made money. I was sick all the time. Mm. I was unhappy. I was... Um, had overweight and eventually I did a, a personal development program by accident which got me to start looking at my purpose and I realized that I, what I was doing was actually not what I was put here on earth to do and by default I got into consulting and doing what I'm doing now right? and I've been doing this now for 40 years I've missed one day's work from being sick and that was from eating poisoned calamari or calamari that was off. But the fact is I've never been happier. Uh, I found my purpose. But here's the lesson for leaders. Because leaders are scared to look for their purpose in case they discover they're on the wrong track. What I discovered, because if I look at my purpose, why, why have I been put on earth? Part of my purpose is I'm a, I'm a source of, to be a source of inspiration and a catalyst for growth. Now, had I, had I known that when I had my businesses, I could have used my businesses as a platform for inspiring people who worked for me. Correct. I could have made sure that there was incredible growth in my businesses, mm. and that would have led to successful businesses and would have at the same time made the necessary profits that I was looking for. Great make. example. And I, I would have been happy. So, so it's not as such what you're doing the channel through which you do it. It's what drives you. And you're so right. I mean, if, my, my, if I really connect with my purpose of making a difference in people's lives, I can do it as a coach. I can do it as a CEO. I can do it as a priest. I can do it as you know, a mm. parent. Mm. Uh, Nick, just give us, as, as you travel around, you meet with leaders, not just on this continent necessarily. Uh, you engage. What would you say is the state of leadership in the world? Corporate, political, just give us your feeling of that you know what it's very it's very difficult to to just give a blanket answer for that because uh you you get all sorts of things that you see out there you get some leaders who succumb to let's call it ego to greed who in it for themselves and uh sure at the end of the day a lot of them do succeed in their terms of what they define as success uh, they certainly don't leave too much of a legacy behind other than maybe money um, and wealth. But then the, the world today is causing people to search for meaning because the world today is incredibly difficult to operate in. It, it, it challenges you. And unless you find a deeper meaning to, to hang your life onto, a deeper purpose, you're going to battle 
to survive what is happening out there in life today. You just got to look at what's happening with the the political scenario with the Donald Trumps, with what's happened in South Africa, with what's happening in the European Union, and 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 a lot of people are are doing a lot of internal soul, soul searching, and in the process they are becoming better leaders. The problem, of course, is that you know, you're looking state of leadership in the world. If you look at politics, I think politics have got a set of objectives that they trying to achieve, with, which sometimes is different from what maybe the population would really want. Mm. Uh, they might verbalize certain things, but, you know, leadership is about words and deeds aligning, words and deeds aligning. Mm. And uh, politicians say things and they go and act differently. So uh, I think it's hard to paint every leader with the same brush, but I think there are some that have realize that the answer to today's problem lies in good leadership. Yeah. The, prob- the problem is, how do you balance the tension between, let's call it profit and purpose, or in politics between votes and, and, and purpose? Mm. Um, and, uh, and this is what great leaders have got this ability to do. So in general, you're saying there's, there seems to be more and more pressure on leaders, maybe also because they're more and more visible. So your political leader is very visible. And therefore, the disconnect between action and word uh, is more visible. Than is. Maybe corporate leaders, you see corporate leaders hiding a lot. They, they're there with a the results presentation in between. They stay off social media. Mm. You know, they kind of manage it. They've got their PR people who tell them what to do and what not to do. Um, but even they can't get away from it. They are so visible. We're all so visible. So therefore, that authenticity is under pressure. It, it, it definitely is. The The other issue that leaders face today is there's such pre- it's it's getting more and more difficult to get results whatever area you're in uh, but let's talk business it's getting more and more difficult to deliver results and results at the end of the day can be the lifeblood of a business a healthy business a healthy business that's sustainable needs to grow and it needs to deliver adequate returns otherwise it's not healthy and and in the quest to achieve that a lot of leaders are resorting to do things that maybe are detrimental yeah. to the soul of the business and to the people who are delivering the results. And, uh, and it's, it's becoming more and more difficult to balance the two together. But I believe it can be done. And, and that is why I think, to me, I think talking about leaders as being – uh, who you are and values and your journey, I think you have to include strategy, high-level strategy at as a leadership issue, um, meaning that leaders need to condense that high-level strategy, which is now a harder business issue, into a message that is simple, easy to communicate, and there has to be authenticity around that as well. They have mm. to sell that as well as the idealistic values. The two have to live side by side. If you just have values and a vision without a high-level strategy, yeah. um, um, the wheels can come off the business. Let, let's just take one or two more moments before we move off the topic of the challenges leaders out there face. We've kind of in the conversation mm. touched on a few. Um, and then I wanted to look at the kind of leaders we need in today's world. Mm. You know, what kind of leaders do we need? And we can also deduct some something from what we've said so far. But let, let's just sort of um, – Close down that conversation. What other challenges are you finding they, they face? I mean, you spoke of personal challenges. 
um, the next that's coming up. We've spoken about it's becoming more and more difficult for various reasons to match, be authentic, mm-hmm. match your behavior with your words and what you promote out there. And and then the last point you, you just made now. Um, what else are they are they are they being challenged with? You do you know what? Um, Adrian, I think it comes back to the the biggest challenge of the lot is to come to to grips with themselves, because mm-hmm. these challenges are, are are really challenging their self perceptions, their sense of self worth. Um, in my my book, uh, in doing my book, um, there was some comment on something called the imposter syndrome, which I, I researched quite. Uh, extensively but a lot of people have this thing called the imposter syndrome where they sit there and they start questioning themselves as to whether they actually should be here I'm going to get caught out for faking for faking I'm I'm not up to this and people are going to find out and so they protect themselves right rather than an authentic leader will be vulnerable will will own up to what they're not sure about will come to terms with their own vulnerability and their own sense of insecurity while at the same time getting lessons that come out of current life experience, developing hope and sharing that hope with people because people follow you because of who you are. I want to know you human. I want to know you vulnerable like I am. I want to be able to connect with you at a human level. Yet I want you to be confident. Yes, absolutely. Simultaneously have hope. Mm. Hope yeah, in the future, hope in a possibility, hope in the, the possibilities. Mm. Yes, uh, you, you know what? As I as I always say, leaders, good leaders, spell out the brutal reality, and they give hope. Yeah, you can't hide from the reality of something that might be happening. So this is the reality we're dealing with, financially or otherwise. Yeah. But man, there's hope. What we're busy with is great. Yeah. We're going somewhere. Exactly. Um, just hang in there. Whatever, however That's you word it. it. Keep coming back to the journey that we're on. Mm. The other challenge I think that leaders face is to help the people within the organizations to see that they also have a journey that they're on and that by partnering with the organization, not only can the organization achieve its vision and its purpose and its goals, but being here for now is um, is is will facilitate you getting to your purpose, living your purpose, your goals. Mm. Um, and and some of the the best organisations that I've worked with spend time helping people to find their own purpose and their own journey. Yeah, and how I like what you say there. How once you found that. You realize the organization is not your enemy, it's your yeah, friend. It exactly. can partner with you to, to bring yeah. out those skills that you're looking for. Yeah. Adrian, you know what? I met, you, you, you mentioned a highlight. I met a, a, a professor of operations at uh, MIT. Her name is Zainef Ton, a Turkish lady. She, she did some research in uh, re- the retail industry um, on what made for re- really successful retailers. Because retailing is a very regimented, it's almost like the army. This is the way that you do it. Don't deviate. You, know, you, you might think that that takes the soul out of the job for people because we don't want them to think. And yet the better retailers un- teach people that, yes, you have to stick to what you are doing in the way that the process describes it. 
but they spend a lot more time developing their people as human beings than what the retailers that are not succeeding are doing. Mm. Fascinating. I was thinking as you spoke there that the, the, the variable is that are the people. It's exactly. So if I have 10 people reporting to me, they're all unique, different, and complex. What we need to achieve needs its consistency and its regularity, and yeah. it needs certain things in place. And that can be boring if you just focus on that. But if you focus on the people, mm. and how can I bring the best out of Nick and out of Adrian, then your life starts becoming different. Yeah. It doesn't become, it's not boring. Nick, let's just take the conversation again. We've touched on some. You've, uh, what does it take to be a great leader in this environment with all these challenges that we, we haven't even touched on all of them? Uh, because we can just talk all day about the challenges leaders face if we wanted to. But but we've highlighted some of them, and there's no doubt that leaders out there will recognize it, and they might think of three or four others. What kind of leaders do we need to deal with this? The vulnerability you mentioned, and we can yes. expand on that. that. That's a maturity. That's an emotional maturity. Yes. You know, we can grow around just that statement of vulnerability yes. that, that you mentioned. Um, there's something else you mentioned here towards the end that, that, that just slipped my mind. But just define what kind of leader? Well, I think, I think that leaders, leaders, number one, have to be uh, – um, they, they have to understand, firstly, understand what they, is their journey and what they stand for. Because unless they're clear on that, they're going to be sending out very different messages out there with their behavior. So there needs to be an absolute understanding. Can I, can I give you an analogy that I use which will describe it? Okay. You take an artist who paints a masterpiece, mm. right? We could take that artist. We could study their technique, what they do, how they hold the brush, the way they apply the paints, the way they mix the colors, etc. right? We could then teach that. We could train it, right? You could do a degree in it. Are you going to paint a masterpiece? No. Why? Because that's like painting by numbers, because the, the, the artist who created the masterpiece painted themselves into the canvas. Something it's a, about it's them. them. It's mm. them, right? And that is why leadership by numbers doesn't work. What do leaders do? Leaders are who they are. They've got, they got to paint themselves into the organization. They've got to be known. They've got to be, and it's got to be clear what they stand for. So the first thing is they've, They've got to be known, and that includes vulnerabilities as well. If you're known, um, it allows for weaknesses such as maybe deficiencies in leadership style or communication style, etc., that can rub people up the wrong way. Why is it that you get some great leaders uh, who are abrasive, etc., etc., but people will follow them to the end of, ends of the earth, mm. okay, simply because of what they stand for and, and, and with the journey that they're on. So, number one, a leader's got to understand themselves and be prepared to be transparent as far as that journey is concerned. Number two, leaders have got to understand that to bring people along, it's not enough that you have to be who you are. You have to have an ability to communicate with people. Mm. And there's a difference between leadership communication and management communication. I'm not talking about management communication where you put, you, you know, spreadsheets up and you put numbers mm. up. I'm talking about telling the stories. I'm talking about communication that goes to people's hearts. I'm talking about communication that connects with people at an emotional level, right? They need to know how to communicate like that. Uh, obviously, listening is is important, mm. and I think I think if 
big key thing that I've realized is to connect with your people at that level, you've got to, uh, you've got to be prepared to understand them, that, which is a little bit more than listening. You've got to be able to un- understand what it's like to walk in their shoes. Mm. Uh, I'll never forget years ago when a particular retailer had problems and I took their managers and uh, we went to the townships at four o'clock in the morning to where these workers that they were complaining about uh, used to get up, have to make a fire, had to walk, slog through mud to buses, slog through more mud to get to a station, etc. No wonder they were hungry when they came to work. Do you know what I mean? You've got, you got to be prepared to get in, in people's shoes if you're going to lead. Even if you started out that way yes. from there, yes. once you get to the top, you forget easily what it was like. You yes. think your memory, but you need to jog it somehow. Yes. You need to find a way to yes. remind yourself what you were like when you were a beginning Adrian Gore as opposed to now Adrian Gore CEO Discovery. Exactly. You, you've got to. Otherwise, you lose touch with that. That's humility. Sure. Okay. Other attributes that stand out for you that well, you need? Well, you, you, you need to have, obviously, you need to have a vision. There's, uh, that's got to be clear, uh, which people can buy into. And a vision is not to become a, a billion-dollar company because people don't buy into that. Um, mm. you, you've got to have a vision that people can buy into. That a stronger the why. A stronger, a stronger why. Mm. Uh, Prime Media Broadcasting, lead, lead SA. Uh, Tom's Shoes in the United States, um, who donates a pair of shoes to a person who's never had shoes, a child who's never had f- shoes on their feet. For every pair of shoes they sell, sure, their profits are a little bit less, but they are the most highly successful manufacturer of shoes in the United States. And everybody there knows we, we're putting shoes on children's feet around the world. You know, people combine to that. Mm. Adrian Gore, we, we're helping people to be healthy. Mm. There's always a, a but to be a billion-dollar company, mm. to be number one in our industry, to me, it doesn't, it doesn't gel. It doesn't connect. Nick, I mean, the, the big issue is always the nature-nurture thing. And how do we develop leaders to get to that point? I, I see what you're saying in terms of um, – so let's go through those attributes you mentioned. Yes. The first one was know myself, know wh- myself. Wh- what I stand for, mm. what's my journey. Mm. You can help people with that, hey, in today's world. You can, you, you can you take s- them on a journey. A, there's a process you can take them through Correct. to help them identify their – so it's possible for me to get to know myself. Yes, but yeah. then the trick is to remember it often. Yes. I mean, that's very important. Yeah. Um, the other attribute you mentioned, what was the second one again? You, you, need, you need to be able to, be able to communicate with communicate people. With people. Can I train leaders? Can I develop them to be better communicators? I think there are lots of communication courses and programs. It's often not about the training. It's about how do you reinforce it and how do you turn it into habit and how does it become part of my character yeah. as opposed to just going on a good two-day training course, which sounds good, and then I try something for a week and then it's gone. I'm back to my old self, yeah. my because, programmed self. Be, because, again, you know, let's just take one aspect of that I mentioned, which is listening. Correct. Uh, you can p- take a person to a listening course and, 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 and teach them to listen. Yeah. Okay, but that's, that's, that is a behavior. It's a skill. Okay, it, it can lack authenticity. So they go back and they nod their head and they summarize and they do all the good things that listening do. But again, it's got to be listening that comes from a values base. Mm. Listening that says, I'm genuinely interested in what you're saying. I genuinely want to hear what you, what you are telling me and understand it. Because my deep value says you're important yes. as I am. Yes. Not just I must look like yes. a good listening leader. Yes. Um, Okay, so so that's the big challenge uh, is to develop leaders to to have this uh, a vision. Yes, you said leader must have a vision. 
uh, some leaders seem to be natural visionaries and others seem to struggle with that. <laughs> yeah, well, look, you, you know what? Some people are, are more naturally a little bit more forward-thinking and other people are more now uh, operational. But, but both, if you put them through the right processes, for example, when, when I help leaders to find vision, um, it's not a series of written exercises. That's too logical. I will show them images, pictures, get them telling, find pictures that depict the essence of what you would like to create going forward. And then yeah. it, 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 it taps into the emotional being. It taps into the other side of the brain that we're not using. Because at, at the end of the day, you know, we have got socialized motives Mm. We, we've been socialized to think that these are things that are good to strive for. And then we have the real deeper motives that you have to, you have to dig deep in to get yeah. them. And it's out of those that your, your purpose comes and then your vision comes out of that. Okay. Uh, again, it, can be, it, it can't be trained. It can be coached. It can be, it can be moderated. It can be come out of a dialogue and a discussion. It's a process, isn't it? It's a process. Sounds like a bit of a life process. Nick, we're at the end of our power half hour um, of talking leadership, and we'll do this on a regular basis, in fact, as our global contributor on the global leadership platform as well. Just final tip for leaders out there. What, what, what's the one thing you would say if this was your last minute on earth and you had a massive audience of leaders in front of you, what would you say to them? Wow, now you got me on the spot out of all that. <laughs> I, would say, I would say absolutely Know yourself and be true to yourself because that's the best person that you are. And the best person that you are is what's going to win people over. That's who people really follow. Yes. Who you are, not what you say. Yes. Nick Cristalis, thank you so much. Global contributor on the Global Leadership Platform and uh, also a coach, a speaker. I've heard you speak. Very inspirational, um, powerful. So if anyone wants you for that purpose, then, then that'll be great. Of course, you're brilliant with strategy. You've helped a number of organizations over years to, to become very successful, practically and in reality. But thank you for spending time with us. We really appreciate it and look forward to your contributions uh, on, on all these different platforms. My, my pleasure. Always good chatting to you. That's our leadership conversation with Nick Cristellis. This is CliffCentral.com.